I'm Willem Kuyken and I'll be um, hosting this evening's session and I want to start by um, extending a, a very warm welcome to each and every person on this call. Um, we've got about 225 people from all over the world I can see on the call and um, each and every one of you is um, extremely welcome to this mindfulness class um, hosted by the Oxford Mindfulness Centre. Uh, without further ado, I'm going to hand over to um, Liz Lord. Um, Liz is um, a mindfulness teacher um, and trainer and part of our research team at the Oxford Mindfulness Centre. She is a, a very experienced and gifted uh, mindfulness teacher, but also comes from a sort of schools and educational background where she worked as a teacher and as a mindfulness teacher before um, joining us. So over to you, Liz. Thank you. Um, thank you, Willem, for that introduction. And while he was doing that, I was looking at the gallery view of you all. You know, so many of you and each and every one of you in different personal circumstances and responding to the current situation in so many different ways. So may I welcome you all here and to just take or leave the practices and activities that we're going to do and, and just to engage with them uh, wherever you are and, and not feel under any obligation um, to take part in things that maybe aren't right for you at the moment. And what I'd like to do for the next 30 or 40 minutes is to share with you some mindfulness practices, reflections uh, and an activity around the theme of connection. It will mostly be around uh, connecting with ourselves and then the final part will look briefly at connecting with others. So in these uncertain and challenging times, keeping connected with yourself can be helpful, but what does that actually mean? So firstly, I'd like to explore our connection with our bodies. Willem's already started this with the opening practice today, but we're being bombarded in the media and with these words, lockdown and self-isolation, and social distancing. And the vocabulary in itself can be responsible for shifting our perceptions of the situations that we find ourselves in and unsettling us. So our ability to tune in to the wisdom of our own bodies and our senses can help to support and ground and soothe us in the face of our own personal challenges. So to help us stay connected to our bodies and senses, let us begin with a grounding practice. So the invitation is to choose a posture that helps you become aware and alert. Mindfulness is not about relaxation, it's about awareness. So perhaps putting your feet flat on the ground and maybe to start with pressing your feet into the ground to get a greater sense of your connection to it. It may be helpful to have a straight back, slightly away from the chair so that you're self-supporting. Any position that for you encourages awareness is helpful. Eyes open or closed, entirely up to you. Just follow the guiding if that feels right for you. So we're going to start with a few movements in this seated position but it's up to you whether you feel like you'd like to stand up. Knowing what your body wants to do is really important 
So give yourself permission to stand if that feels right for you in this moment. And also only move in a way that is right for your body. These are invitations and not instructions. So firstly, taking your shoulders and bringing them up towards your ears, leaving them up there for a few seconds and then releasing them down. And repeating this a few times in your own time. Noticing any sensations here. Shoulders can often be places where tension is felt in the body. And now rolling the shoulders firstly forward and back in your own time. And then turning your head towards one shoulder, keeping your chin upright then towards the other shoulder. I'm repeating this a few times. Perhaps linking this in with your breath. Letting the natural flow of your breath be in time with this movement. And the final movement, dropping the chin onto the chest and moving from one shoulder to the other, as if your chin is growing a big smile on the top of your chest. Noticing any sensations in the neck, any crackling. or any other sensations that are here. And now come to stillness. Become aware of your body after the movement. Getting a sense of accepting how we are at the minute. How is our mind? busy with thoughts, spacious, calm. And now our bodies, are they feeling tired, light, heavy, aching? And what about our emotions? Are we feeling calm, upset, irritated? And bringing curiosity to however we are in the moment. It's 
responding to ourselves with kindness and acceptance. Because that is what is here. It's what we're experiencing in this moment. Now taking our attention down to your feet, as if you're shining a torchlight beam onto them, pressing the soles into the ground, and feeling whatever is there. Feel of your socks or your shoes or the ground. Noticing any sensations that you may experience in your feet. toes, your heels, and really grounding yourself here as a place of stability. And if it feels comfortable to you, now moving your attention to rest on the breath. Sometimes if anxiety or worry is present, the breath not be, may not be the most helpful place to focus on. That's your experience at the moment, then stay with your attention on the feet or the hands, or the seat or the chair, noticing any sensations here. The breath is okay for you, focusing on the ebb and the flow of it as it enters and leaves your body. Feeling any movements in your chest or your abdomen without trying to change it or control it. Simply letting it do its job. Just breathing. And as you continue to focus on the breath, you may find that your mind starts to wander, as all minds do normal it's not a problem or a failure it's what all minds do mindfulness is noticing this and gently bringing the attention back sometimes called the muscle of attention the breath or the feet this may happen many times during a practice so let us continue for a few more breaths And now letting the focus of attention on the breath or the feet move to the background. Widen our attention to taking our whole body sat on the chair. Just sitting here, our whole body breathing. And if your eyes were closed, gently open them. Now take a few moments to stretch or move in any way that your body feels it needs to. So let's continue. The nature writer, Robert McFarlane, posed a question on Twitter a few weeks ago. And he said, 
that small anchor points of calm and wonder in nature become important in a world turned upside down. And he asked people to name their own special places in nature. And for me, over recent weeks, it's been a local woods near to my house. Since my childhood, I've never explored them quite as much as I'm doing at the moment. And I've noticed more birds and flowers and the certainty that spring is carrying on, business as usual. And that's been a comfort. And that brings me on to the second way to connect with ourselves in these uncertain times. And that is finding our own anchor points, either in nature or a special place. So let us practice again and explore this for ourselves. Perhaps closing our eyes. Again, grounding yourself in your chair and in your feet. Choosing a posture that helps you be alert and awake. Bringing your attention, this torchlight of attention to your breath and your feet and resting it there for a few breaths. Noticing any sensations. Now bring to mind a special place for you, an anchor point of calm and wonder in nature or elsewhere, perhaps a building. And for the next few moments, just use your imagination to remember that place. Any particular sights or smells that come to mind. Allow your mind to wander, to explore any details that are here for you right now. And then let the focus on this special place move to the background of your mind and bring your attention to your breath or to your feet or seat. Noticing any sensations here in the body as you rest your attention here. If you notice that your mind wanders back to that particular place, then gently bringing it back as many times as needed. This is the work of mindfulness. Noticing that the mind has wandered and bringing it back as many times as needed to the focus of the breath, time after time. Now widening attention to taking your whole body on the chair and the space above and below you. And again, when you're ready, Open your eyes if they were closed. Thank you. So in that combination of reflection and then the mindfulness practice, we are using an anchor point to help us turn towards beauty, awe and familiarity to see whether this supports and helps to settle ourselves in situations that we find ourselves in. For the final exercise on, connected with, on connecting with oneself, I'd like to introduce you to a dear friend of mine, a person who has profoundly influenced my life through his writings. I've never met him and he died many years ago. 
but my connection to him is strong because his writings resonated deeply with me and his story helped me to see my own story from a different perspective and changed the way I lived and worked. His name was Viktor Frankl and he was a psychiatrist who lived as a prisoner in the concentration camps during the Second World War. He wrote a short book, Man's Search for Meaning, born out of his observations during this time as a prisoner. The particular passage that struck me, and there were a few in this book, but this one in particular, I'd like to share it with you. And as you listen to the words, maybe close your eyes, and bring your feet on the floor, just to let the words resonate uh, with you. We remember those men in the huts who gave away their last pieces of bread. They may have been few in number, but they go to show that everything can be taken from a man but this, the last of human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. They may have been few in number, but they go to show that everything can be taken from a man but this. The last of human freedoms to choose one's own attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And for me, that passage really did resonate and resonates with the periods that we're finding ourselves in, in times of uncertainty and challenge that we're facing. I'm also a great Coldplay fan and in their Ghost Stories album they have a three minute silent track and also on that album they have the Rumi poem, some of you may be familiar with it, called The Guest House, recited to some music that they've composed. So Chris Martin and the band have done a great service to make meditation and this poem accessible to thousands of fans. Another lyric for me is one from a John Lennon song, Beautiful Boy, where he says, life is what happens to you when you're busy making other plans. Many of you may know that song. Well, there are a few reflections of mine on people who have influenced me and things that resonate with me. So let us now practice together. Again, assuming a posture, that encourages you to be awake and alert. Closing your eyes, if that feels okay for you. Taking a moment to notice any bodily sensations that you're experiencing right now and accept them with openness and gentleness. Any thoughts or emotions that are here, accept them all too. Now taking your attention like the torch beam down to your feet, you ground yourself in the floor, in your shoes. And then moving your attention to rest gently on the ebb and the flow of the breath. Or stay with the feet if that feels more comfortable.
and spend a few moments just sitting and breathing. And I'd like to drop a question in. So what person, book, film, quote, line of poetry, song, lyric, be an author or a composer or just a word that has really resonated with you in your life? Spend some time sifting through all the things that are coming to mind. There may be many to choose from or just a few. But just allow your mind to go through things in the past that have really resonated and touched you in your life. I'm going to spend about two or three minutes just doing this, so I won't speak. I'll just allow you to be with your thoughts as you reflect. So you're looking for a person, could be a book or a film, a quote, a line of poetry, a song, a lyric, something that has really resonated with you and that you really know well. And then choosing one thing in particular. Don't worry if you've got lots of ideas, you're finding it difficult to choose. Just choose one. Maybe one word, maybe a line. It may be funny or profound or both. And then if you can remember, just repeat the words to yourself.
as you bring the person or the quote to mind. See if you notice any sensations in your body. Relaxing or tightening. Where do you notice these sensations? So let these words drop into your body. Where do you notice any sensations if there are any there? Now let the quote or the line or the lyric just move into the background of your mind and bring the attention back onto your breath or onto your feet. Resting it here for a few breaths. ebb and the flow of the breath, any sensations that you might notice. And for the last few moments of the practice, widen in that focus of attention to include the whole body sat here on your chair. And if your eyes were closed, then open them when you're ready. And what a gift for us all to share those things that really deeply resonate with each other at this time, at this time of challenge and uncertainty, these connections that are made through words, through people in history, through uh, situations other people have been through that can help to comfort us and give us uh, sometimes the words when we haven't got the words ourselves. So thank you for that. I'd like to uh, finish by touching on the theme of connecting with others. Most of the talk tonight has been more about connecting with yourself, connecting with your body, anchoring yourself, and then looking back to things that have really touched you and where you found meaning um, in them, which was the whole crux really of the, of the Viktor Frankl book originally. Um, but in this next theme of connecting with others, there's never been a more important time keep in contact with loved ones by phone, by video calls, and making the time of, to think of all those people in your life who maybe would appreciate a call, and then to make that call. How often are we too busy in our lives to really reconnect with people who maybe we've lost touch with? Um, and, and, to, and to know that sometimes those calls can be the best bit of that person's day, even if it's just a five minute chat on the phone. I know I've got um, a, a neighbor here who, who spoke to me earlier in the week and she was so delighted because her granddaughter had given her a ring and asked her how she was doing. And, and even just the memory of the call, you could just tell in her eyes that she was so delighted uh, that, that she'd taken the time to do that. So all those little things that maybe are the big things, and I know somebody put that on their chat, the small things that actually are the really big things uh, that can help us to feel connected. Just another reflection um, around this, in a world where we've become so distracted and sometimes just placing a gaze or a smile or a hello on somebody as we're passing them, it can really foster connection, especially in uh, the local communities that we live in. Eye contact can be so powerful. Um, it's the difference between, say, for example, now you're, you're listening to me and I'm looking 
at the, at the camera. So hopefully I'm looking straight at you. And sometimes my gaze just drops. That connection can sometimes be lost. So if you are video calling loved ones, you know, to really look into the camera, I know that can be quite distracting at times, but it can really foster a sense of connection. And the, the fact that to be gazed on with love and, and appreciation can be such a powerful thing uh, for people who may be uh, living on their own in different circumstances. And I think that's all uh, we have time for this evening. So just to finish, um, if we just finish with a practice, the very brief practice, just spending a few moments connecting with your feet on the floor, seat on the chair, grounding yourself in your body. And in a few moments, resting your attention on the ebb and the flow of the breath, or on the feet, that feels better for you, or your hands, dropping into that sense of awareness. And knowing that this we have to drop into our sensations and our breath, feeling our feet on the floor, is accessible to us wherever we are. Thank you, everybody. I'll hand back to Willem. Thank you so much. Thank you, Liz. That was, um, that was beautiful. I feel the whole of my being really resonating with what's just happened in the last 40 minutes or so. I personally feel very resourced and a real sense of resonance that everything you've taught tonight. So thank you. And I also want to thank um, the behind scene staff without whom this would not be possible so i want to just finish by wishing you all well and wishing you a as best one can an ease of being and health and um and and going going well in in, in the next week